0: Welcome to another edition of the Stripe Show podcast. It is Froggy Wednesdays, and you know what? Every single week we have great guests, and it's no different this week. So much going on in the golf world. We've got so much going on between everybody still talking about the Phil Saudi thing and how, I mean, guys, uh, what you call it, sponsors seem to just be leaving Phil at a rapid pace. And uh, we had, you know, it's there's so much less talk about the golf. We got a great event this week. Seb Straka gets his first win at the Honda Classic but it really seems that this Phil talk and the, the whether this Saudi thing is dead in the water, whether it's not, has been such a huge, huge talk. But this week they're in Orlando at the API and you can't talk about the Arnold Palmer invitational and not talk about Matt every, I mean, it's just, you will forever be married to the Arnold Palmer invitational, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Yeah, you got it. I will be forever married to that place. It's okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, you really, I mean, to, to win that event, Arnie was still with us at the time You got to meet Arnie. Can you just talk to us, what, what what's it like to win? Not once, but win twice, back to back. You've got to have some great Arnie stories coming out of there.
1: It was weird. Uh, the first year that I won, I was playing well and I knew something good was gonna happen for me. I had a ton of, a ton of, not a ton. Of, I probably had a few looks on the West Coast. Came into Florida, my game was really good and it just happened um I, i'd known arnie for a while uh because sam saunders good buddy of mine and he was always super to me um always had time just a, a great a great guy I will, i will say the first year i won i was a little bummed they went away from the sword trophy do you remember that How, yeah you know and uh it was it's kind of like a regular trophy now but still like still can't believe it sometimes. And then sometimes it's like, damn, I feel like a loser. Like I should have done more. Um, and I still can I'm still young, um, but uh, what a game.
0: It really is a crazy game. Tiger had won the, the two years before. Now did Tiger play those two years? I know you beat Hendrick Stenson, you beat Keegan Bradley. They were both runner-ups the year that you won. Did Tiger play in 2014 and 2015?
1: No, he didn't. Um, he was, I don't know what was going on with him then, maybe back or something. I'd be, it was Stinson, well, Keegan was there, but it was, like, Stinson one year, and then Adam Scott had a big lead one year, and I think Keegan caught him, too. But, uh, Tiger did not play, it's, which is kind of cool. <laughs> it's yeah. cool, like, the, the, all the stuff there, it's, like, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, and every, Matt every, you know, it's, like, it's pretty... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I
0: love that place. I mean, to see or to have your name put anywhere next to his, no matter what it is, is, is amazing. But to win back to back cause he had won back to back. So it was four years we had two champions and that is not an easy golf course to win on. Is that a golf course that you had played well at before? Or did you just kind of catch lightning in a bottle both weekends? Well,
1: I don't think any golf course is easy to win on. It's, it's so hard to win <laughs> on the tour. There's so many good players. Um, I think, like I said, the first year I was playing really well. I think any course I was playing, I was going to do pretty good at. And the next year I'd made some swing changes like during, during that year between the tournaments, like there were, I felt like there were big ones and it, I was seeing it on the range big time. Like my range sessions were so good. And then I'd get on the course and it would just be – I wouldn't try – and it was just just little things here and there. Right. And then when I got to Bay Hill, uh, I think the confidence I had from winning the year before matched up to where I was at with my golf game on the range, freed me up a little, and it kind of came out of nowhere the second win. But getting back to, your, to what you were saying, I, I don't know if like – I know there's a big horses for courses thing, but – there's so much so much that shit goes on in your head it, it could help me a little bit there because i've had success there but previously the years before not really i didn't have success there i mean maybe like a 20 something or right. something but nothing not like i was knocking on the door
0: right you know golf is really such a crazy game so you you don't think that winning is easy so we've had some guys on i know jason kokrak had complained that some golf courses are just set up too easy. And I, I don't yeah. really, I, I don't think I've, I've, I mean, I'm obviously not anywhere near in the same league that you guys are. At golf is absolute music, huge difference, but golf courses are not set up easy. It's not too easy to, to, to win up there, but that was the case guys would win all the time.
1: Yeah. That's, I don't know if he meant that if he did, that's stupid. Um, even if it's set up easy, it doesn't mean it's easy to win. There's still like 140 great players that you have to right. beat.
0: It's easy for everybody. If it's easy for you, it's
1: easy for everybody. Went and played a miniature golf course with 140 tour pros. It would not be easy to win that tournament either. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it is a crazy game. Some courses do get set up a little easy and they're kind of at the mercy of like the time of the year, the weather. You know, a lot of people last week at Honda, a lot of people don't realize that they overseed that place. It's, it's warm down there. And so you have to soak that overseed for it to grow. And so you're dealing with mud balls. That place is like notorious for mud balls. Um, then you get the firm greens and it's kind of guessing there. I don't know. That's. I did a crazy easy.
0: finish where it started raining like hell. I mean, all of a sudden when, when Seb Strock teed off on 18, it wasn't raining. By the time he got to the green on 18, it was raining sideways. I mean, I you, gotta, you, I, you have to be able to play in every
1: single element there. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that sucks. Well, it worked out for Seth, but I didn't okay. see the, uh, I was playing. I was playing at Seminole, uh, <laughs> not
0: bragging or anything. Now, did, did you play in the Monday event at Seminole?
1: Yeah, I did. I played with my buddy, Thad Eshelman. He's a member. Of, we're both members back home at Pablo together. And he's a total dude, dude. We had a great time. It was one of the best. It was my f- first time playing that event i'd turn it down a few times with some guys just because of where it was in the schedule you're on the west coast and you go to honda and like I, you're gone for seven weeks and yeah it is a cool place but right. i wish i had played it i i do regret that uh because it was it was such a cool experience
0: please tell me you got to meet tom brady i did i did <laughs> I'm not getting into coming back and playing the Buccaneers uh, one more time, please. I just, I'm a huge bucks fan. I can't believe he retired. I don't want to believe it's real. I still have this like slight belief. He'll come back.
1: I can't either. I, I walked up. Uh, uh, he was on the putting green by himself, which, you know, normally he's always got somebody bothering him and I just was like, all right, I'm going to do this right now. I just went up and shook his hand. Hey, Tom and Matt, you know, we talked for like maybe 30 seconds. But what a freaking unit. I mean, that guy's massive. He's bigger than I thought he was. I knew he really? was tall. Like, he's just a unit. His legs are
0: like, that was, it shocked me. It did. Wow, I'm but, still devastated. I, I, I mean, I, I know he can still play. He's the best quarterback in the league last year.
1: Yeah. And if he is, if he wasn't, he wasn't far from it. I mean, I I was surprised who knows, but he's got, you know, he's done pretty much everything.
0: Yeah. There's not much else to prove. If you're Tom Brady, at this point you've pretty much proven you can do it all and that you are the man. Yeah. He is definitely the undisputed goat of sports. There's really absolutely nothing you can, there's really no argument. And he's he's, uh, He's what now? It's so pretty. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's yeah, he he's definitely the whole package. He's got it all going for him. Yeah. That's unreal. Well, um, moving on this week, you're playing the uh playing the playing the Puerto Rico this yeah. week. Now there's not usually a B event to the Arnold Palmer. What right. what do you know what the reason was to change for that this year?
1: Uh I do not. Um didn't they get rid of some world golf events or maybe shrunk a few of those? Usually this event so, yeah. is opposite. usually this event is opposite a world golf event um I don't know why they did
0: now were you hoping to get into the to to the api field or were you or were you Puerto Rico all you know the entire time knowing you were going to play this event?
1: uh no, i was I don't know. I didn't write for an exemption into Bay Hill. I played really bad. sponsor invites yeah. So you can write in for one, you can call the tournament director. There's all different kinds of ways. I mean, most of the time it's up to the the sponsor has picks and then there's some politics involved for sure. Um, some weeks I'm more than others. You know, I do, I do have a history with that place. It's a very special place for, to me, but that tournament's not about me. And, I played terrible last year. I don't know if I really deserved a sponsor invite, to be honest. And so I did not write for one. I told, I told Sam uh, Saunders, you know, pass along to his dad. I would love to play if they want to give me an invite, but if they don't, like, I will love them the same as I do before. And I just didn't work out this year. Um, So I am Puerto Rico, but I'm really excited to play. I haven't played in a while. And I'm actually playing pretty good, and I uh, definitely feel like I'm in a different spot mentally than I was the, pretty much last year.
0: Well, you know, Matt, you 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 bring up a good point in that, and and I definitely don't want to talk about anything that you don't want to talk about. But let's get into that. You you said you haven't played in a while, and you are mentally in a better place. And mental health, rightfully so, has taken such a a huge spot in the forefront of people talking about it in America, and it's a good thing people are talking about mental health. How did that affect your golf game? And was there a time that you really just, pardon my, didn't give a shit about golf?
1: There's so much that goes into it for me. Um, Kenny, I don't even know where to start, really. It's like, is there a time where, like, I I feel like I was going through the motions for quite some time out there. Uh, And that's not a good (laughs) spot to just
0: just like showing up and playing yeah i mean they're more than that
1: it's not like i was just going to the first team I, mean, I was warming up but like uh, these guys out the majority of these guys out here eat sleeping and breathing it and i was not even close to that uh and that's you can't compete like it's not like i'm getting younger so you know just life get you know, get different things become important in in life and and not not just that but like I don't know. It's just, I always I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, sometimes you just need a break. I, I knew for me when I got done last year on, I played those corn fairy playoffs and I actually felt like I played one event. I did not play good, but I, there was numerous events last year where I played pretty good on Thursday and Friday. And I would, I would just find ways to miss cuts. And I would be, I would sit there and think like, I feel like i should be leading before i miss this cut like that's how i felt, felt like i played so it's clearly an attitude thing uh i was just there's no break from golf either you just constantly kind of just get beat up beat up beat up beat up beat up beat up and then it's like fuck i gotta get my feet on man like like right. i'm just washed it's like a a set away and you're just getting crushed after everyone trying to paddle back out I needed a break. Uh, so I've had about five months where um, I've been able to like, you know, get my feet under me. Uh, I played the Monday qualifier for Honda last week. And I played very mediocre. Like I didn't hit it great. I did make some plus. But I was five under with five to go and five under was a playoff. And like, and I th- I think I was there because my, I just, I wanted to be on the golf course and for me, that that's a big deal. Um, So if I, if I like genuinely want to be there or like I'm hungry, I think things are going to be okay for me going forward.
0: How much of golf would you say is like you said, it's mental versus you're just not hitting it well. It's your stroke. It's your swing. How, how much of yeah. it is mental versus that?
1: A lot, a lot. Like, like when i would play in college if i had like a paper due and we were on the road it would mess with me a little bit well it's kind of the same shit when you're an adult like it's just it's the same thing um it's like you can just simplify everything and if i could forget a lot of things i'd be way better off do you know how to do that like erase stuff from your brain
0: yeah, no, it's tough. It's it's hard when you've got when you're standing over a putt that you know you need to make. I mean, you're obviously it's in your mind you need to make this, but at the same time, whether you've got something going on with your personal life or relationship, or you've got some you've got a bill that's due, or you need to even if you I need to make this money to be able to pay this bill that I have. You've got other things going on in your mind, and now you're not able to give a hundred percent to what you're doing. Which is all. Let's be honest, golf is hard if you don't have anything else going on.
1: Yeah, it is. It is, and then you'll try and like think about like well what was I thinking about when I was playing right nothing that's what I was thinking about right. <laughs>
0: Just, I mean is there a I correlation was- there where you do go back and say you know what when I was playing well it was because I was carefree and I wasn't worried about everything
1: I was obsessed when I was playing well that's what it was
0: obsessed with I was obsessed. yeah yeah that's what li- it. like. I mean, you, you know, you you said that too, and that's something else I wanted to get back to. That the guys that are out there now, the guys that are at the top, and it's just not not just necessarily the guys that are winning, but the guys that are playing well on the tour. Those guys, literally, golf never. I mean, they don't go days and not pick up a golf club, right? They're they're doing something every single day.
1: I would think so. Yeah, maybe a maybe a day here or there, but I would think they're doing something for sure. I was too. I mean, I still do like I work out. In the out. five
0: months that you took off, have you played golf? Oh, did you play golf every day or every, or no, maybe not? Close. No, I probably didn't play golf most of it. Um,
1: but I knew I was going to either be getting into Bay Hill or Puerto Rico. So a few weeks ago I started, you know, taking it a little more serious and practicing mm-hmm. I like, probably five to 10 rounds with buddies, just, nothing more than warming up 15 minutes before I go and then getting on the first tee. Uh, but it's kind of nice to, to, uh, uh, to have a totally different look, outlook on things right now than I did last year.
0: Let me ask you this. What is it? Cause we all know golf is hard. All right. I and mean, there's absolutely no doubt whether you're playing with your buddies on a Saturday morning or you're playing at the highest level golf is freaking yeah. hard. What is it that makes professional golf so hard? Is is it the game plus the people that you're playing against?
1: No, I never really think about the guys I'm playing against, uh, unless you were like Sunday and it, it's like a match play thing, but um and the game is just freaking hard. And then you're playing you are playing against like world-class players. There's no booger eaters on the tour. So Uh yeah, it's just competition. I mean, it's so deep. It's so deep. And there's just there's not a lot of room on the tour. I mean, uh, gotta be you gotta be a badass.
0: I mean, the guy that finishes average 140, say 140th every week, which is not good. That guy would absolutely smoke anybody at a local course any day of the week, every single day by ton probably. That's how good the tour is. That's how deep it is. Well, yeah, I don't even know if that's, like, a fair,
1: like, it may, the guy that finishes 140th on the the web tour would smoke everyone, probably. Really? Kid yeah, kidding me? Yes.
0: It really is insane how hard it is. So let me ask you what are your expectations heading into this week? I mean, you've always got to be realistic, and I know yeah. that – Too many times people say, oh, Tiger showed up only because he was going to win, but not everybody feels that way.
1: Yeah, I'm being realistic. I want to win this week. Um, I don't see why I can't. I know, like, my good stuff is really good. I've seen it. Uh, I just got to stay present as long as hard as it is. I just got to be present here. And... uh, trick myself into loving this place
0: now let me ask you this have you have you had some professional help in trying to get you back to being focused or is this something that you're you know trying to trying to just navigate on your own no i mean sure uh
1: both um i've been navigating on my own for 30 years uh i yeah i do i talk to yeah like my whole career
0: yeah. I mean, that's I mean, you hear about people having sports psychologists now and a lot of people don't understand, but that's, it's such a super important part of the puzzle because Mine, golf is in your head.
1: Billy really was a sports one. I had a sports one for a minute. He was great, but I, I just don't, I don't know. I, I, we, it never really came down to like a sports thing for me. It was right. Apartmentalizing more than anything. Right. Um, uh, but like I've been hypnotized before. Um, I've I've done it
0: all, dude. <laughs> do you feel like you're better for it for the road that you've been on? Uh
1: wait, how so? Like, do in I wish words,
0: I- in other words, you know, back in you know, 2014-2015, you win. If things had just taken off and you had, had had been, you know, playing great the whole time versus where you are now. Are you thankful for the road that you've been on because you've learned a lot more about yourself and learned a lot more about the game? Yeah, I mean, I know
1: plenty about myself. Uh, I wish I would have played better, for sure. Um, But I still think that there's, like, a ton of time for me. It's not – I don't – there's no physical issues. Um, And there's really – I don't have, like, major – I'm not, like, crazy on the golf course. I know there's a picture of me at the club, but – that anytime there's any kind of like store,
0: you mean that logo? You mean that logo right there? Or no. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Anytime my name gets brought up, they run that picture with my name, and then it just makes me look like some like psycho on the golf course and
0: well i do want to admit your form in that throw is pretty epic i mean that is that form is perfect the lag that you've got with that with 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 that right hand throw i mean it's it really is something special
1: yeah i mean i yeah i got if you're gonna get fined for throwing them you might as well get your money's worth because you know if they're they're not going by the yard out there
0: no, they don't. What? Where exactly was that throw and in what tournament?
1: It was on it was at the Byron Nelson at Trinity. I finished second that week at Trinity Forest. Uh, I don't remember. It was like 14 maybe 13. There's a par five. There's this pop bunker in the middle of the fairway. Not a pop bunker. There's a bunker in the middle of the fairway. And it was like whatever the carry on it was. It was like Perfect for me. Like I needed to to get it to get over it, mm-hmm. and I thought I got it. And I was like seven. I might have been seven or eight under for the day going into that hole, wow. and I. And it's one of those holes too, where if you carry the bunker, it rolls like sixty yards, and I got five iron into a par five, and I'm gonna make birdie. work at worst, so I get up there, and it's just buried under the lip. I mean, like. It's one of the, it's awful. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it it just unbelievable. I mean, I didn't, if I hit a bad shot, I'm, I'm, I own that, I own it every time, whether it's a putt, anything. But like, it burns my ass when like I've seen one and just get fisted. And, It was a total momentum killer, and now I'm like hacking this thing out, and I can barely get it like ten yards out of the bunker, and it just pissed me off. I was running really hot, and it was just great. The guy got me at a good time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, how did you 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 ended up finishing second that week? Did did that shot end up costing you? How many did you lose by? And
1: I think that was like the second round. uh I lost by a couple, but I mean, I was, I was even with this dude. It was, it was myself, Sung Kang. I played with Sung Kang all four days that week. Wow. Uh, I remember he made, he made like double the amount of feet of putts I made that week. It was unreal how good he putted. I wow. think I would, I I think I should have won that golf tournament. So yeah.
0: but whatever. We- and I noted now last year in November, you did some you did some work for golf channel at the RSM. Did you enjoy doing that? Yeah,
1: I just did a day forum on Friday. I did enjoy it. Um I was worried a little bit about saying um and like too much. Cause when I do these, I catch myself doing it. Right. A, and I didn't do it once. And I remember like being out there and ne- never once did I think don't say, um, or like it's, you just don't have time to do it. Uh, I was a little nervous to start it the first couple holes. But after that, I think I was fine. I settled in, I was having some mic issues, which was kind of weird. It was, it, it gave me anxiety, <laughs> but, um, uh, I've, I figured it out. I think I'm actually working the Byron Nelson is my next event. I don't know. We'll see. You
0: enjoy enjoy doing it. Like you see a lot of guys go that route. Did it, did it also fire up your competitive juices a little bit and be like, Hey, you know what? I want to get back out there and play. We're wearing masks in Puerto Rico too, by the way. Okay. (laughs) Um, I, I
1: think just being away from it for a little bit has, has fired me up to, to go play uh i don't know like if i'm ready to to be i i i feel like i've wasted like and I, I don't i i feel like if i like stopped now and went into something full-time i feel like i would be wasting more because i know i have it in me um
0: are you ready to turn it back on full-time
1: yeah yeah. This week, I'm super pumped to play this week. Uh maybe it might be a blessing. I'm not playing Hill this week. Um
0: we'll see. Yeah, I mean, golf it is tough, but it's something like you said before. You've got to eat, sleep, breathe it. It's got to be everything. And so if you're willing to turn that back on again, then you can expect to see the results when you're, as you put it into your own words, just going through the motions, you know you're not going to get anything out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the short story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, it's hard, but, but, but getting, getting back out there. And do you think when you, when you do get back out there and you do get in the thick of, of, of a lead on, on a Saturday, maybe, maybe, maybe you sleep on a 54 hole lead. Mm-hmm. Do you think there will be some competitive juices that you haven't felt in a long time that'll wake up and go like, Hey, wait a second. I've been here before. I know how to handle this.
1: I'm sure there will be, uh, there is no like better feeling than that. Like than feeling it, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't, those, those things are, they only come naturally. Those aren't highs that you can, you you just got to
0: experience it to experience it. Um, you know, for Daniel Berger to sleep on a five shot lead and then cough it up at the Honda, how does, how does one go from, you know, that's obviously difficult. You would think a five shot lead. You'd let all week. You think, hey, I've pretty much got this. I just go out there and shoot a decent round. I've got it. And so then he, it doesn't work that way.
1: He was thinking, there's no way.
0: What'd you say? Say it again. You broke up a little bit.
1: I said, do you really think he was thinking, there's no way I can do it? There's no way he was thinking that. I know that. I know Berger. He's one of my good buddies out there. This won't face him at all. But there's no way it's easy to sleep on a five shot lead. Oh, what do you have to gain? I mean, you're supposed to win. You're you're at five, and then if you don't win, that's how you choked. It's five shots is nothing. Uh, I mean, it it was gone in what three holes, four holes. Yeah. Um, especially on a golf course like that, there's no way like uh, blowing a five shot lead there. I, I would have been inter- interested to see what the odds were if you would have, if, if you could have taken the field versus burger to win going into the last round. Cause I bet you they weren't
0: as lopsided as you might think. So five shot lead on that golf course is not a, obviously it's not insurmountable because we saw it happen. No, no.
1: a five shot lead on any course with the best players in the world, like slip up a little bit and some guys out there just freewheeling it. I mean, no hands on the steering wheel and you got
0: two hands on it that's it's gone wow yeah so that's that's perspective that you know we don't really know because we haven't been in that situation so would you rather going into a Sunday would you rather be tied for the lead or have a five shot lead
1: well i've never had a five shot lead going into Sunday <laughs> i would take five you would uh, yeah five shots
0: um <laughs> yeah but you just said saying five saying, shots ain't that much i'm like
1: well then wait a I'm second not, not either, five shots there's a mentality is is there a menta- mentality worth five shots like i don't i don't know like if burger was leading by two shots to start the day would he have won that tournament who knows um i was listening to sports radio this morning on the spec and jacks on the app and that this guy was talking about uh you know, he had a six-shot lead going into 18 on Saturday, and I didn't realize that, that he bogeyed 18 on Saturday. Yeah,
0: it was the bogey of the day.
1: Okay. I mean, that's a big deal. Like, if he birdies 18, that's a seven-shot lead. Now, right. that might be hard to mess up.
0: Uh, Does it change your day? And, I mean, these are obviously questions I'm asking you because you're a pro, and I don't know the first damn thing about being a, a tour pro, which is why we're here. Um Does it change your day on Saturday to make a bogey on the last hole? Does that change your night before you go into Sunday versus a birdie? Obviously there's a, you know, two shot difference, but is it really tough? Is it difficult to get over a bogey in the last hole on Saturday?
1: I don't know. It's different. It depends on what kind of person you are. Um, Some guys, it depends how you make bogey too. Like, I don't know how you made it. If you make like a 10 footer for bogey, No. I mean, you just saved a shot, you know, like that. That's how I would look at that. If I'm him and I bogey and I'm still got a five shot lead, I'm s- telling myself like I'm winning by five shots. Like I'm doing a lot of things right this week. That that's okay.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's just, like it, you said, it's hard to win on the PGA tour, no matter who you are. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I'm sure going to bed the night before, he, I mean, obviously you look at the leaderboard. Seb Straka had not won an event before. We know he's a good player, but it's probably not somebody he thought, hey, this guy, this is the guy I really got to keep an eye on. But at the end, he's the one that came up and beat him.
1: Yeah, I don't think that happens either where, unless it's like Tiger. I don't think it. people are like, oh, Brooks, like, I remember, like, I know I wouldn't think that way unless it was Tiger, but I I, I doubt Berger was like, oh, this guy's at, I don't know what their scores were, but say two guys were at seven and one was at six and he's at 12. Right. And he's probably not thinking, oh, well, you know, Brooks is at six. I'm more worried about him than the two guys at seven and eight. Like, there's no way. You're so honed in on yourself um if that guy does make a move then maybe it creeps into your head but nobody is immune to to pressure to the elements to the golf i mean you can you can you can hit good putts and they'll miss too uh right it's not i'm su- i'm sure he's everyone's focused in on themselves
0: yeah for sure how did you uh how did the merch line come about so obviously the lfg uh merch line is yours it's doing very well i see guys wearing it all over the place now i do live in jacksonville and i know quite a few of of your buddies who uh who wear it all the time Mm -hmm. uh my buddy lewis wears it i don't think i don't know if lewis has any other clothing than lfg clothing because every time i see him he's wearing something doing that Um, (laughs) (laughs) how did uh how did the merch line come about uh some so you know
1: that photo I got fined for it. Pretty good. And it was during the pandemic where my buddies and I were just hanging around and we were like, this is a really cool logo, we should use this. And it kind of started out like I don't even know like at the start if we were even gonna do like a full line. And then we were just making like t-shirts like this. And uh then it just worked out my buddy two of my friends they're in a spot where they can dive headfirst into this and i have time too now i've been doing a lot of that too um and it's been a blast for us we've gone we've gone in in two years it's grown i'm shocked where we are to be honest and it's grown so much i'm so proud of my buddies they do they do all the heavy lifting like i i do a little bit but they they're running the show and uh it's been a lot of fun for us um our stuff just keep, it gets better and better every run um i'm learning a ton about the industry in general uh reaching out to a few people you know for help and we're it's getting to a point where you know we have big decisions to to make but they're good big decisions um and i'm excited to see where it goes
0: that's cool man yeah i love the lfg line i think it's cool and it's funny when you wear it places people who know what it is are always like hey man i like your hat or i've got a shirt and actually my uh one of my towels on my bag is the lfg towel and so I, people always see it and point it out i saw it one time uh
1: uh, I've seen it, you know, a bunch, but one time I was playing a tournament and I was walking from one green to the next T and uh, this guy had a hat on and I just said, nice hat. And he looked at me like I had
0: <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah, no idea who you were. I'll tell you, I had, um, I went to my son's match. We live here in Jacksonville as well. My son went to uh, Nice High School. Okay. And we were playing a match at... Um, of you in a club at the uh at the lagoon course yeah and i'm walking with a guy and we start talking golf and he doesn't say anything about who he is or anything and so i'm of course talking golf with him as if i know what i'm talking about and this other lady taps me he had told me he liked my hat and so another lady taps in my shoulder as he walked in. she said "Do you know who that is you're talking to and i'm like no she's like it's russell knox and i'm like uh-huh. oh he's such a good dude he's so nice but he literally said that when he came back over he started talking and he told me that he knew you and he he knew who the brand right. was and all that but it was a it was really a cool moment where i had a chance to make myself look like a real dumbass talking to a pga tour pro about what i knew about golf as he knows more than he's forgotten more than i know
1: he's such an ace. we play a lot uh i see him a lot we both are at pablo and there's not there's only like a couple of pros out there i enjoy that guy's company so much he is he is as good as it gets
0: he is he's a super good dude well matt man i appreciate your time before we let you go we do a thing called emergency nine i'm going to ask you nine questions some of them have to do with golf some of them don't have a damn thing to do with golf you just give me the first thing that comes to your mind huh are they the same nine for no Oh no 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 they change okay no they change all right number one What's your favorite tournament on the PGA Tour? Riviera. Riviera. All right. Number two, would you rather make a phone call or just send a text? You don't want to talk? Phone call. (laughs) Oh, really? Wow, that's shocking. Most people, everybody's like text. I don't don't want to have have a phone call with anybody. Uh, Three, music on the golf course or no? I would
1: say no but I don't mind it, but if it was up to me, I
0: would say no. No, all right. Uh, dumbest thing you've ever seen or heard from a fan?
1: Oh, man. You should have given me these earlier so I could think.
0: Um, you want me to come back to that one? Because I think you got a good story on that one. There's probably a good one in there. All right, we'll come back. That'll be number nine. We'll come back to that. Number five, player you would most be nervous to be paired with? tiger everybody says tiger that's that's pretty much the standard answer have you ever been paired with tiger
1: no i think he'd be the only person i'd be nervous to be paired with all
0: right if you weren't a pro golfer what would you be doing
1: uh probably be on the back end or probably on the back end of like a 12 year career in the bigs
0: oh nice okay i like that Mm -hmm. uh most famous number in your cell phone
1: depends who you ask who's famous um i don't know man are you talking about golfers or like other anybody
0: anybody you didn't Uh, get tom brady's number yesterday did you (laughs) um
1: (laughs) uh most famous person in my phone going through it I don't, I don't, I don't. There's got to be somebody. I mean, I have, yeah, there's a ton of people. I've ran, uh, Ryan Lochte. He's a rando for Uh, you.
0: Yeah, no, Ryan Lochte, that's good. That counts. Uh, best or most memorable shot you have ever hit? Uh,
1: best shot I ever hit. Most memorable for me is my second shot into 18, the second year on one Bay Hill.
0: All right. What's your go-to karaoke song? It's karaoke time. Matt, every's on. What's your go-to song? Mm. And you don't have to sing any of it here. I'm not going to embarrass you. <laughs> uh, if it's that time, any song. Any song. Okay, really? Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. All right, let's go back to it. What's the dumbest thing you've heard or seen from a fan in a PGA Tour?
1: Uh, <sighs> I don't I mean, I've heard some funny things. <laughs> There's one thing that sticks out to me that I just giggle at. Um, what is it? It was actually at Bay Hill, but it was before I ever won there. I want to say it was 2012 or 13. And I had the rookie tea I think it was like 12. And I had like a late tea time on thursday or friday i was like one of the last i was like the last group to finish on friday so everyone's kind of clearing out of the bleachers on on uh 18 we're walking up and there's just the only people there that are there still are hammered and i'm walking up and i'm not kind of local there and this guy uh he like they announce your name when you're walking up to the green and they announce my name Whatever, and this guy yells like right after he goes, Hey, hometown, put the bong down. And I just giggled so <laughs> it was so funny. I mean, it doesn't bother me, but I just, I just, my, the guys that I was playing with too lost it. It was so good.
0: That's awesome. How much gator hate do you get out there? Because for some reason, they seem to hate us as, as gators. I don't get that.
1: Then, on, uh, I don't know, it's hit or miss. I get a lot of love too yeah oh uh, for sure Mm-hmm. i think gator haters i mean i've kind of died out of college sports too i feel like georgia winning just ruins college sports like, <laughs> just like I, uh, what, was that? what was that you dropped out Emma win everything i don't we don't need georgia winning now i mean come on
0: i agree with you 100 percent. when everybody was like oh don't you want georgia to win i'm like no no as a gator fan no i want bama to win i don't want georgia i just like to look at georgia fans and say 1985 now i can't say that anymore yeah yeah they're pretty good now <laughs> they are pretty good hopefully uh here will get us back where we can uh be competitive at least but they are good man they're they've definitely found a way to recruit what do you mean you are you saying they're cheating? Maybe they're doing things the Bama way. I don't know. It seems to work, right? You, you whatever it takes, man. <laughs> yeah. It's not cheating now with NIL. Now you can actually pay guys. So now now we're just not cheating anymore. We gotta get out of that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely uh not a good road for college sports. Don't you think it stunts the growth of like a if you're an
1: 18-year-old kid and obviously you know, most 18-year-olds don't have X amount of dollars and you sign like a a million dollar you're a stud quarterback you're a five star and you sign some one two million dollar deal is that that's gotta mess with like your hunger and your it
0: has to i mean i also wonder like okay so that's fine so the quarterback signs a two million dollar deal okay what are those offensive linemen getting because they're not getting shit but they're supposed to protect him all week like there's just just no way there's no way to even it out
1: there's nobody even up, and then I heard like, te- and then you're gonna get these schools like, oily, like Texas. I really heard heard all their O linemen are getting, you know, X amount if they they're starters. I mean, yeah.
0: Look at Texas A&M. They're they're they. They say this is the most expensive recruiting class ever.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, if it works, I
0: don't know what kind of pockets does Florida have. I don't know. We got some rich alumni somewhere that'll pour into the coffers because yeah, I mean it looks hard. like that's where it's that's where it's headed.
1: We need Billy Horswell to start paying some people. He won that FedEx.
0: <laughs> Billy, we've had Billy on the program quite a few times, and Billy, Billy loves the Gators, and I see now he's back uh, being a, a volunteer coach with the with, with the Gator golf team now.
1: Is he? Yeah, I think I saw that too. I talked to him the other day. Uh, he's like Mister Gator.
0: He is. He, yes, he stuff. is. He's 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 a he's he's a little more Gator on his sleeve than Demarco and you both put together. I'm not even, cl- dude.
1: Don't lump me in with those two guys. The, that those guys are like the fanatics. They they go to get paint on. Um, I'm, I. This is the Gator. I am. I root for them. If they're on TV, I'll watch. The second they lose two games, I'm out. You're out. All- <laughs> I'm out. Your season's over. Two games. Yeah. I'm out. And
0: it yeah, doesn't matter easy. if you, you got to win everything now to win in college football. If you, if you don't go undefeated, you got a really tough road. Yeah, that's good. Well, Matt, thanks so much, man. I appreciate you being uh, open with us and and good luck with your, uh, with everything getting back into the game. Where can we see you? I know we see you this week at Puerto Rico. Where can we see you moving forward?
1: This week, Puerto Rico. Um, I don't know. I, I'll probably get in that Dominican tournament. I'm probably going to do some Mondays. And then the clothing stuff. And then I got some TV, a little bit of everything.
0: Good deal. And you'll follow him on social media at Matt Every LFG. And you can also get some cool merch there as well. So uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to seeing you soon here on the podcast, man. Thank you so much. See you guys. Bye.